welcome to the leadership series on the sofa with Angie. I'm Angie Vo, the founder and CEO of Women in Tech Forum, and I'm joined on the sofa today by Rachel Walsh, who is the product director at Monzo. Rachel, it's an absolute pleasure to chat to you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Not at all. Thanks for having me, Angie. Thank you. And so, Rachel, you have been in the world of startup tech product for about seven years. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about your journey into product management. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I had a little bit of an unusual journey into product, I'd say, um, and a fairly non-traditional background where it comes to it. Um, I actually started by studying archaeology at university, um, and I worked as an archaeologist uh, for a while um, during and after my studies, um, and really, really enjoyed it, uh, loved being in that field. But at the same time, it didn't offer me the level of um, the level of kind of uh, ambition and progression um, that I was looking for in a business. It's a very old fashioned industry, as I'm sure you can imagine. Um, and I was really looking for something that would give me uh, that kind of level of, you know, rocket ship feeling through a business where where I felt like I could put in hard work and um, I'd be able to do really, really interesting things in my career. And I started to um, think about how I could go into that. So I started to work in um, heritage fundraising at that point, which was a slight deviation. Um, and I worked uh, as a heritage fundraiser for the Heritage Lottery Fund and, um, and then English Heritage for a while, uh, fundraising for major projects across uh, Stonehenge and uh, a couple of other big properties across the UK, which was really, really fascinating work, but again, quite a slow paced industry. Um, and that's that's really when I kind of moved my career change out and I decided I wanted to go and see what was going on in agency and startup world um, and just see what that sort of world was like. So I took my project management skills, my fundraising skills, my stakeholder management, uh, transferred it all over into working over an agency. Um, and it just so happened that the agency I worked for had a digital department uh, and I managed to persuade uh, the director in that department to give me an opportunity to go and learn all about digital. Uh, and that was kind of how I led to where I am now, uh, which was um, a bit of an odd journey, I think, because you don't usually go from archaeologist to uh, product director, but here I am. I love that. And we're in a world where sort of squiggly careers are becoming more and more normal. So gone are the days of the linear career path. Um, what advice would you give to other people who are looking to change industry or job function? I think for me, the best thing I ever did was just put myself out there. So I was never afraid to ask. And it was really strange because I was quite a shy person growing up through my 20s, but I was just never afraid to ask for what I wanted at work. And that really, really stood me well in my, in my stead. And I think it's because I had this really strong sense that I could do more or I could be helpful in certain places. And I knew where I could add my strengths, but I also knew where I could learn a lot and I knew who I had to learn from. Um, so I put a lot of focus in at the time to really building relationships and just going out and asking people for opportunities. And it really helped a number of times. I mean, I would never have gone into digital had I not just cornered the <laughs> director of digital and asked him um, and had he not given me that opportunity. But I really had to be quite persistent at the time and, and show them why I could be a benefit and learn very quickly. Um, and I think that's that's kind of the best thing that I can offer anyone out is that they should be really asking, um, asking for what they want as much as possible and trying to expose themselves to as many opportunities as possible. I think the other part is that if you know people and you network and you get to know people, the opportunities um, that can arise from that uh, are many. So 
by going out there and trying to engage with these with groups like women in tech and trying to engage with other groups out there it's always been a way that I've managed to expose myself to people who you know and whilst you might not get a kind of direct job opportunity from them you may be able to find out you know do they know somebody is there someone you can talk to that they can learn from and that always really really helped me so I think those are the kind of core things that you have to do I also think you just have to be really willing to be humble and learn and accept where you know things and where you don't Um, And part of being a really good product manager is knowing when you don't know the answer and knowing when you have to get other people in. And I think that forms a really strong part of actually stepping out of the industry as well and and into a new one. Um, You have to be really willing to admit when you don't know anything. (laughs) And that's um, it's not always the easiest thing to do, but we have to do it. Absolutely. And part of being in a team and particularly in a hyper growth environment is being able to identify the people who have the skill set that you don't because it's that power of diversity of thinking the power of diverse groups that really helps drive innovation and also speed to market yeah absolutely I completely agree what role have mentors played in your career um yeah a really um a good one but not in the kind of more traditional sense so I have had mentors who didn't know they were mentors to me. And I think that's been kind of critical to me. Um, and then I've also reached out and had mentors who who were mentors to me. Um, so uh, in terms of kind of direct mentorship, I think the jobs that I've ended up in, a lot of them I've had to, um, because it's a startup world, I either haven't had as much management as in other roles necessarily, or, you know, the management has switched around quite a lot of the time. Um, And so I never felt like I was getting a huge amount of mentorship in that sense, Uh, actually, until I came to Monzo, where I do have a really, really great, um, great sense of kind of mentorship there as well, Um, even now, which is great. Um, But I have always reached out to others who I think are really strong in the field, and I've always tried to learn from them. So my colleague, Casey, who's the other director of product here, um, she we've known each other for a few years, and she actually initially was somebody I used to really reach out to and, and, you know, uh, learn a lot from. Um, And I also work very closely with a product leadership group. Um, There's a small group for us who meet up every month. And even now, we're all um, directors, VPs, CPOs but we all learn from each other and really bounce with each other. And it's amazing the amount of different situations you you can still um, absorb and learn from no matter how senior you get in a business. Um, so I think that's kind of one way. Alternatively as well, I think I learn a lot from my teams that I work with. So, you know, we hire in some really, really good talent at Monzo and we did at Zigo too. And some of my team members are just phenomenal at what they do. And I still find myself learning from them every day as well. They, they just know how to tackle situations. Um, so it's a sort of mutual mentorship uh, in a lot of ways, which is great. Absolutely. You, you speak a lot about sort of growth mindset, learning, learning from others. How, how has that contributed to your success, particularly in that sort of startup scale up environment? I think startup and scale ups, you really have to be very flexible. Um, it's a very ambiguous sort of uh, way of working. Um, there's never a kind of set answer and you have to be willing to kind of dig your hands in at any point and pick up almost any problem. And it also, it very rarely sleeps. There are very rarely moments where it's not fast paced and where it's not um, constantly moving and there's not a new challenge to deal with. And I think if you don't have that sort of growth mindset um, and the ability to identify when you should tap out or you should learn from somebody else or you should pass the button on a little bit 
uh, I, I don't think it's an environment that you can fail to do that in. Um, it's somewhere where you really, really need to do that. So for me, going through my career predominantly in startups and scale-ups, um, I think I've always had to um I've always had to really listen to my gut on when I should be uh, asking somebody else to get involved or somebody else for advice or somebody else for domain knowledge. And particularly in, you know, working in fintech, you, you know, my last company was InsureTech, this is fintech. Um, they are areas which require a lot of domain expertise and a lot of specialist knowledge, um, particularly as you grow as a bank. Um, and I work predominantly across financial crime, fraud, uh, disputes and onboarding. And a large part of what I do involves uh, areas which require years and years of you know very very um high level domain knowledge and so i naturally have to pull upon other people's knowledge in order to do my job well i can't insert 20 years worth of fraud knowledge into what i do but what i can do is work with people who really understand it well and we add value to each other's roles which is brilliant so uh, i kind of think it's a fundamental part of working in a startup or a scale up absolutely that sort of growth mindset knowledge sharing you know leaning on the support of others is absolutely critical and um, so going back to your career journey so starting out in archaeology then moving into sort of fundraising into then the world of inshore tech fintech as a, a product director um what does your career future career trajectory look like uh, that's the million dollar question. <laughs> I I don't know, to be honest. So I think that there's lots of different routes you can take. And um, when I think about, the, I'm still establishing really where I would like to go. And I, I wouldn't, it would be kind of dishonest to say that I knew what I'd like to do. I've always been an ambitious person. I've always been somebody who likes to challenge myself and likes to learn. Um, and my, you know, I, I absolutely love scaling and leading teams and making sure that we have in place uh, a team that can really grow with a business. And I think, you know, particularly in startups and scale-ups, you go through multiple phases of businesses. The business is almost a different one every single year, no matter where you work. And you either, therefore, uh, can rotate through staff or you can get in place people who can grow with the business. And I think if you can do that, you put the business in a much more secure position long-term. Um, there will always be transition, of course, because it's a, a startup. Um, so, for me, I'm at the moment focusing on making sure that I put in place such a good team that I almost make myself redundant um, and, you know, that they're doing a really, really strong job for the business long term. And I think long term for me, I would like to become a CPA one day. Um, you know, it's something I've, I've thought about. But at the same point, I wanted to make sure that I had experience in companies of lots of different sizes, lots of different stages um, before I necessarily took that step so that I can do the most effective job that I can possibly do when I do step up to that. So it is something I'm very keen to do. Um, and, you know, hopefully in the next uh, the next few years, that will start to become a reality. But it's something I want to make sure I can give the best to um, and, and, you know, really kind of pull on a lot of experience that I've had in, in the roles I've had now. Absolutely. Um, and so what advice would you give to uh, other people who are considering a career at Monzo? Um, so when I describe the roles at Monzo to um, candidates who are coming in, I think the best thing that people can have when they're coming in into Monzo, particularly in product, um, is a kind of insatiable curiosity and an ability to work with that level of ambiguity. You know, we are a company that is growing at absolute pace. 
and every day is a new adventure and the people who tend to thrive here are ones who don't find that level of ambiguity uncomfortable they find it exciting and interesting or a challenge to be tackled um and I think that um if somebody wants to come into Monzo they need to be really willing to uh to kind of work at that pace and and deal with ambiguity um but also you know want to build out a really strong product culture uh, for the future and want to really buy into what we are hoping to become in the next couple of years and and really kind of as we grow. So um, I think for anybody coming in, I'd say to talk to us, talk to the people um, who are actually offering the roles, um, talk to the people in recruitment because our team in recruitment are incredible. Um, They know the roles inside out uh, and we work with them really, really closely every day. and get to know Monzo itself. I think we love people who are excited about the product and actually, you know, use the product themselves. Um, and so it, it would be great if you've had experience, you've signed up for one of our accounts, you understand how you how to use it and what benefit it can bring our customers. Um, and yeah, those are kind of the, the core things that we start to look for. Excellent. Thank you, Rachel. So uh, for those of you who are considering a career at Monzo, start by opening an account, getting familiar with the product um, and come prepared with that sense of curiosity, a willingness to learn and a growth mindset. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Rachel, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you today. Thank you so much for joining us. No problem. Thank you so much for having me, Angie.